The Money Show. The Markets. Arthur Karras is the Portfolio Manager at Macro Solutions at Old Mutual Investment Group. Arthur, good evening and welcome. Good evening. Arthur, the all share down on the day, a bit of a mixed bag today. I think NASPAS dragged things down as well. Um, so NASPAS and its process together are the single biggest influencer on, on the uh, broader indices. Um, and they were down about 6% on the day, primarily on the back of an ongoing uh, Chinese crackdown on Internet companies. I think was, most people thought that um, that the 100-year anniversary of the Chinese Communist Party would see uh, the, the crackdown kind of easing. But in the last few days, the Chinese Cyber Security Agency has indicated that similar to the European agencies, they're going to be looking at the data use, use of personal data by these companies, and that's a very important part of their business models, so hence the sell-off in, 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 in Tencent. Interesting. You, you talk about China, and I think it was Xi Jinping, their leader, saying if anybody comes up against China, we'll bash their heads into a wall, which is quite aggressive. Did this also affect the markets? I think it very much does. Uh, I think if you look at the cover of, of global business magazines, you'll see uh, issues like trade wars, more so than, than I think than, 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 uh, than shooting wars are a cause of great concern in markets. We've been in that space for a while now. I think it kicked off uh, properly um, under the former President Trump, but I think we're still in a world where, um, where economic war is, is quite important. So you, you, the other bit of news on the Internet front is that the Chinese government is very clearly um, uh, punishing Didi as a Chinese ride-hailing company for listing in the U.S. Um, apparently, they tried to dissuade them from doing that, and they've now stripped them of, of their space in, in the number of Chinese app stores. So that's a message to that company saying, you're a Chinese company, you can listen mm. to China, we don't care about you following U.S. rules. Sure. Okay, but looking at the U.S. and tracking them from last week into today, the S&P 500 doing so well. The U.S. have got it right. They're just in the up and up, aren't they? I think that they are benefiting, uh, they have been benefiting in a very large uh, way in the last number of years from the space that we've been in kind of post the global financial crisis where investors around the world have been very, very keen for growth and they've been keen for growth that's not impacted um, by, the, uh, by the issues that have, for example, impacted us here in South Africa where we've struggled to benefit from a commodity rally and the like. Um, and the growth in, in the U.S. Has, has come to a large extent from from, the, from technology, from the Internet companies, uh, from the likes of Facebook, Amazon, Netflix. And that, that, those companies, you find very, very few of them anywhere else in the world. I mean, um, there's a few in China, and there's literally no more than a handful in Europe. So mm-hmm. America has been front and center in that, and they've benefited enormously. And, of course, vaccinations have helped, too. I read last week, Friday, and I'm sure it's more now, that 150 million Americans had got their jab, their shot. This seems to have helped everything. I think the Americans have always been, even going back to the Second World War, they've been extremely good at logistics. They're highly organized. They're very good at getting things going. Um, They've got a lot of their own um, vaccine manufacturing in the U.S., and they have gone on and vaccinated a large number of the population very, very rapidly. So that is the kind of thing you'd expect the Americans to be good at. 
Yeah. Arthur, other movers and shakers today. I see Cecil was up at one point. Who else did very well today? So Cecil up on the back of um, of the oil price and the OPEC um, the OPEC discussions falling apart, um, which make people think that they they're not going to agree on what's happening there uh, to uh, to increasing production steadily. So that means we're probably going to see tighter oil markets and higher prices. Very much a risk on day for the for the for the mining companies. So everything from the uh, from the precious metal miners, the PGM miners, and the, the broader companies like BHP, Glencore, all looking pretty good on the day. So that's a market that's telling you we think that things are going to keep uh, going. Uh, the economy is going to keep going up. We're going to be pushing metal prices up. We're going to potentially see a bit of inflation. Hence, we like gold. So that's the kind of flavor of the market on the day. Mm. Well, that's good. That's a great flavor of the market on the day. But this lockdown, it looks like it's going to be extended, you heard in our former interview. Is this going to cripple other business? Where are we going with this? Are we going to see some companies on the JSC going, oh, we've got a problem? I think that, the, um, I think that the, the, the first lockdown, the first hard lockdown, that was the big sharp shock. Um, uh, and that that really uh, it had everyone running to their bankers to say, can we get a bit more finance? Can we sort things out? And we've seen huge impacts from that already. So we've seen companies um, sell assets in order to to bolster their balance sheets, um, especially on the property side. We've seen a lot of that happening. Some of that's not over yet on the property side. So we're still seeing um, companies trying to improve their balance sheets, uh, trying to fix things on that score, but, but a lot of progress has been made there. So the companies taking significant steps to being more conservatively funded. We see similar things in companies that are, that are, um, that are, that are highly, other companies that are highly leveraged. I would say the, the part of the market that still doesn't have a clear path out of this would, be the, would, would definitely be the travel and leisure industry. So the larger companies, they can still sell assets, they can repurpose them, they can uh, reschedule their debt. It's really the smaller unlisted companies, I think, that would bear the brunt of this, the kind of like a, a small and medium-sized enterprises that are dependent on tourists, that are dependent on travel. I think those companies, I think, are in a much more difficult space. Yeah. Portfolio manager at the old uh, mutual investment group, Arthur Karras. Good to have you on The Money Show. Thank you so much. It's just gone 6.30.